Hey everybody, welcome back to Turn Bark Time. I like that. I'm the turn. I'm the bark. And we're gonna be here a long time. How is everybody doing, Barker? How you been? Been doing okay. You know, yeah. surviving, surviving. New semester, new semester, new me. Yep. I was super happy that we took last week off. We got done with the semester, got everything great, and then we took a nice trip out to Woodby Island and got to hang out in Coopville, Oak Harbor, but mostly around Deception Pass and, and Evie's Landing, which was pretty sweet. So it was a nice little three-day weekend away, and, and now we're, we're back and we're better than ever, baby. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is season four, episode eight. Now... <clears throat> just going to clear my throat for this introduction. Now, here's a story about a cocaine bear. <laughs> the year is 1985, and we're going to talk about a black bear that ate a lot of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I got in this voice. But we are seriously, Barker texted me about this, guys, and it was so funny because we were kind of trying to pick. We have a couple of topics that we have, like, just in the works, and we we haven't uh, finalized on, like, because they're so broad. And so Barker texted me. I assume it's because you saw the commercial for the movie that's coming out. And I have students that have been talking about it. Okay. So there's a movie coming out called The Cocaine Bear. And, uh, and so we're going to tell you what really happened long before you watch the movie that's supposed to come out. The movie comes out February 24th. This is not a paid promotion, but um, the first time I heard about it and, and the quality of the trailer, no offense to the people who made Cocaine Bear, um, but I don't think it won at Cannes. Um, no. <laughs> it, it almost looked like it was something that was made for YouTube, in my opinion. Uh, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just it doesn't look super great. But uh, anyway, I was I was it's curious. And it says based on a true story. Oh and yeah. <laughs> I, I I guess here here's the major spoiler. If you want to see it and think that the whole thing's real, shut us off now. Like ninety percent of the people who click on this. Yeah. But it's already been long enough for you to watch this. <laughs> the part that's true is like the location. There's a bear, <laughs> and there's cocaine. And then after about those three truths. They took everything artistic... else is made up. Hold on, let's. I prefer artistic liberty. <laughs> oh yes, it's taking with that with it, it, it. It's it's like those people who take a chicken nugget and like roll it in barbecue sauce, <laughs> and they have a little bit of chicken with their barbecue sauce. Yep, that, that's the amount of truth. And it, it it's as historically accurate as three hundred. There you go. That's a good analogy. Yeah. That's a real. That's a really good analogy. The Spartans didn't go to war in helmets, leather diapers, and capes. Yeah. Okay. So, folks, I hate to break it to you. This this is gonna be one of our more, like, it, we're more making fun of this movie. I feel like than we are actually telling you the history of the real cocaine bear. But let's let's go ahead and and set the scene for ourselves. Um. So it is uh. I guess September is probably September 11th, September, September 11th, 1985, September 11th, 1985. And there is a man by the name of Andrew Carter Thornton, the second, the and, second. Yep. And he is a, uh, he's been a paratrooper, a police officer, 
a lawyer, um, but now he has turned to a life of drug smuggling. And so his job is he's basically running cocaine from Colombia in South America up to the United States. And and he's doing this in a – it made me think about uh, the movie American Made that was about the life of Barry Seal, who was another American. And in that film, he's running drugs for from Colombia, so like Pablo. This is like in the heyday of Pablo Escobar, which is why this bear – is called Pablo Escobar. Escobar. <laughs> That's kind of a cheeky way to, you know, give credit there. But uh, the way that they were smuggling drugs into America is that, like, you would take bag, duffel bags of product, and you would fly over the wilderness, and essentially at given points, you would chuck bags of cocaine out of the airplane. And then people would be ready and like would know what your schedule was and like where you were supposed to drop the product mm-hmm. and we go pick it up so that because like border crossings and airports became more stringent and we're looking for narcotics. And so like nobody's looking for drugs in the middle of the woods um, or the swamps of Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And so that's what Andrew Thornton, the second here is trying to do. He's flying a twin engine Cessna. So like a small airplane, like yeah. very, fairly small. And something like with that small, something discreet, right? Like, you know, you're not going to let, you might land at a major airport. Chances are you're not. You're going to land at like a more of a public airport. Like I think of like the airports in Quincy and stuff like that. Something like wouldn't necessarily be, there wouldn't be a strong law enforcement presence in that area. By the way, really quick side note, because I love this so much. You just made an excellent comment where it's like they aren't looking for drugs in the woods. And if you've ever seen the comedian Mitch Hedberg, Rip Mitch Hedberg, uh, he goes, we used to do drugs. He's like, we would do them in the woods because there's less chance you would run into an authority figure. But we ran into a bear. My friend (laughs) Wayne raised his right hand and swore to prevent forest fires. (laughs) He's like, after we got away from the bear, he put his arm around me. He said, Mitchell, Smokey the Bear is way more intense in person. All right, moving on. Sorry. That's all I can think about this. Um, so the 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 truth of how this happens. So the bear, there there is a bear, it's a black bear. Now the the movie description says it's a five hundred pound bear. And so they've almost they've over doubled the weight of the actual bear. The bear was 175 pounds. Yep. Um, which isn't the The black bear monster from the trailer. Yeah. You know. But uh, it was in, I guess we kind of say like northwestern Georgia in the Chattahoochee National mm-hmm. Forest. Um, yeah, I'm assuming that that's the right way because it's almost, it's yeah. like Chattahoochee. right below, it's right below Chattanooga, yep. uh, Tennessee. So, yep. so like but north of Atlanta, but south of Chattanooga is really? kind of where we're at. Yeah, but what's crazy is, so the date we gave it, September 11, 1985, that is when Andrew Carter Thornton II's drug running career ends when his body is found in a driveway in Knoxville, Tennessee. And that is because uh, Mr. Carter Thornton II uh, decided that he was going to ditch his airplane, obviously, right? Because there would be nothing on it, everything like that. He had a parachute. Jumps out of the plane, and Barker, you and I had a different thing, but you found a more detailed description. 
Well, no, so I would say that this is, there's not a lot of academia around this. I would say it's a lot more like, the sources are a lot more news related from like smaller sources okay. so like there is some there there's not necessarily consensus so some his shoot fails he's he's a paratrooper yes. he has a history of he, he was in the, the i think that it was the 82nd or something he was in an airborne unit in the in the army um and so like he knew how to parachute but something failed like either he gets tangled in it or it doesn't open long story short um he jumps out of the airplane and hits the ground with his parachute not doing its job. Yeah. And the airplane is on autopilot and crashes into a mountain range in North Carolina. So probably Appalachians, some yep. sort. Um, and on his he, he's found yes. wearing a bulletproof vest. Yeah, heavily uh, armed. <laughs> has forty-five thousand dollars in cash and seventy-five pounds of cocaine in a bag. And then Rough, I think somebody's he had Gucci worth. slippers on too. Oh, okay. Sorry. So that cocaine that he's found within that duffel bag is roughly worth fourteen million dollars. <laughs> and that's just one bag. That's yeah. one duffel. That's one, one duffel bag. And he's dumped um, out a bunch over the forest. So Yeah. And and so there's some thought, there's also some claims that maybe the plane was overloaded. And again, if you watch American Made, that was like one of those things. Cause like people are it's it's you never know how long it's going to take until the American government catches on or people start like shutting these planes down. So you're trying to run as much drugs as you can, as fast as you can. Um, so yeah, you're willing to, you know, the, the risk benefit analysis makes it like people are willing to risk it for the biscuit. Cause it's a lot of biscuit. Mm -hmm. Now the giant departure in the film. <laughs> yes, here we go. This is the, part the trailer. Where... The trailer that is available. The bear eat some of the uh the cocaina and becomes this like murder machine raging like almost like roided out chasing ambulances yeah it's more like the bear ate like meth rather than like cocaine like meth the way the bear acts pcp yeah it's yeah. like on it's it's yeah yeah the anyway. real bear Yep. The real bear. Pablo Escobar. <laughs> ODs and dies. Yeah. Like, so the, so the bear, the bear's not found until December by authorities. But technically found by, so this is where the, the small town, technically found by a hunter in November. Yeah. But not reported, which makes kind of a sketchy situation about the cocaine, but. Yeah. So there's some math. They're not sure whether the bear ate all of the cocaine or whether somebody in the local area, maybe a hunter um, yeah. made some extra scratch, but uh, the bear, like they think the guy from the Georgia Bureau of investigation, or they brought somebody to do a, a necropsy, which is an autopsy on a dead animal. Um, th he said that the stomach of the bear was literally packed with cocaine. Yeah. Like the bear, the bear got one bite and just kept eating it, kept going. Um, they think that the bear absorbed three to four grams of cocaine or yeah, cocaine, okay. which caused like cardiac arrest, brain hemorrhaging, like <laughs> numerous catastrophic health problems for Senor Escobar. Yeah. And it, a, a human of the same size, apparently it takes less 
cocaine to kill a bear than it does to kill a human. But I think there's some evolutionary steps there where we eat a lot more things that are similar to that. I don't know. The best, the best part, the best line. So this is from back. I think it's called backpacker.com about this story. And they wrote in parentheses around this part because the bear only absorbed three to four grams, like Barker said, and that's what ended up killing him. But the stomach was still full of cocaine. But they put in parentheses, while we couldn't find the scientific literature on cocaine in bears, the fatal dose for a human is about the same size, is seven and a half grams. Yeah. And this bear had eaten way more than that. <laughs> the bear had eaten, like, the estimates that I saw was, a lot of people said, like, 75 pounds. Like, of cocaine. Which, if you look at the weight of the bear um, math, not quite half his body weight, but more okay. than a third. So yeah. maybe like 40% of his body weight in cocaine. And I think it's a pretty good rule of thumb that if you eat 40% of your body weight in anything, you're probably yeah. going to die. Yeah, most likely. And it is November, though, so they are gearing up for hibernation. So He was going to party all winter. Yeah, in the what? snow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, the bear story doesn't end there, though. Oh, no. That bear this died, is the beginning it, of Pablo Escobar's journey. Yep. And this is not like a peyote journey or anything. But he's uh, going on the journey, but he doesn't know he's going on the journey. <laughs> no, he's dead. He, he's dead. So <laughs> they find him, and somebody decides, well, this is a very well-preserved, like, bear carcass. <laughs> it's just a shame to, like, burn the thing. Yeah. And so they have it. They send it to a taxidermy. They, a taxidermist, sorry. Um, they stuff it, and it's given to the... Chattahoochee River National Recreation Area, and he stays there for, I'm going to estimate probably about somewhere between like four to five years, yep. maybe 10, because it says the early 90s in what I read. There was a threat of a, a wildfire. His brother bear, you know, Smokey, let him down. Yeah. Um, and so they, they evacuated a few of the artifacts, so some Native American blankets and arrowheads um, and Pablo Escobar. Yeah, Pablo Escobar's got at the time was laying low and was just simply like said, like this is a black bear from the local area. Yeah. Did not talk about his, you know, party hard lifestyle. Where they found him. <laughs> and then he disappears. Like a bunch of this stuff went into storage mm -hmm. for safekeeping and then got safe lost. Yep. And they recovered some stuff from local pawn shops. The bear somehow ends up in the possession of country music star legend yeah waylon jennings, jennings. <laughs> the guy who sang the dukes of hazard theme song and a rambling man because yeah if you can buy a bear why not buy a bear there he some people do postulate that he may have had a nefarious connection with uh mr thornton and yeah. and knew the the lineage of this bear but that is uh unsubstantiated highly unlikely <laughs> he gives the bear to a friend of his that friend dies the bear goes into an estate or no somehow the, the bear ends up going from like the south the bible belt to vegas like to oh nevada nevada i can't say it's vegas i think it might have been reno but yeah anyway to the desert um in 2009 and then roughly i think in two that guy passes away Somebody buys that guy's estate 
a uh, Chinese American guy buys his estate for 200 bucks. Estate sale buys the, like the whole lot for like 200 bucks and takes the bear and puts it into it, the Pablo Escobar for a couple of years, stays inside of this very nice like Chinese medicine shop in Nevada. Well, that man passes away and eventually some people kind of track it down and, and have repatriated yeah. Pablo Escobar to his native environment. And he now lives very happily at the Kentucky for Kentucky Fun Mall in Lexington. Where he is officially labeled the cocaine bear. <laughs> Pablo Escobar. Yeah. And, and he wears a variety of seasonal hats. Yep. <laughs> uh, he apparently roots for the University of Kentucky. Yep, which the Wildcats. Andrew Thornton II, I do believe, was an alum of. Um, so there you have it, folks. I mean, yeah, not it's, it's a full life for a dead bear. Yeah, for a dead bear. But the bear's body count is significantly less than what you're going to see in theaters. Yes. Now, I, I'm I'm going to go out on wild. We're not getting invited. <laughs> if we had been getting right invited here. to the screening, we're not getting invited yeah. anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do declare. But uh, I will say that this movie is probably not going to be a cerebral journey. I do not think so. <laughs> I, I think it's just one of those like turn your brain off and, and eat some popcorn. It, probably going to belong on the shelf next to like Sharknado and like, thanks, I don't know. Thanks. I, thanks killing. <laughs> yeah. Megalodon. <laughs> Yeah, I won't even like I'm not even I haven't watched it yet, but there's that new Christmas movie. But I think that one's going to be even better. The one where Santa Claus like kills everybody. Oh, has to murder everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I, I I don't even think I think it's below that. So anyways, didn't someone tell somebody that they already made the movie where Santa kills everyone and his name is uh, uh, John McClane? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um but yeah, guys, I mean, this was, this was, it was fun of, to look up. It was fun to research. to look up. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's one of those things that, you know, uh, with all of the research that's being done at universities across America, apparently there is a, you know, because of morals and ethics, hmm. we just don't have like a slide ruler for the amount of <laughs> the fatal amount of cocaine absorption sure. for every mammal um, yeah. in, um, in North America. But uh, it does answer the question, um, if a kilo of crack falls in the woods, does it get eaten or does it get consumed? Um, and the answer is yes. Yeah, <laughs> air, even, yeah. The answer is yes. Pablo Escobar, bless you. Yep. You taught us something. We learned this. And if I'm ever at the Kentucky Fun Kentucky Mall, I will <laughs> come and pay tribute. <laughs> yes. So if you're ever driving through Lexington, Kentucky. The Kentucky for Kentucky Fun Mall. Yep. Or the KY for KY Fun Mall. KY stands for Kentucky. Kentucky, yep. <laughs> Kentucky does not stand for the other thing. Yep. Um, you can ask Mr. Song about that. So. <laughs> anyway, folks, I mean, we enjoyed this. I mean, it was, it was a very interesting journey. Yeah. So hopefully you liked it. If you have questions or if you want to hear more about any topic, you just <laughs> give us a holler now, you hear? <laughs> so. You got one? You got something. Go ahead. No, I don't. I, I just. All right. So, uh, Bark, anything else? <laughs> no. That poor bear. Yeah. That I poor just, bear. 
I, 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 I guess if the more if the, you're looking for a moral in this story, <laughs> is it don't do I, I feel like a 1990s cartoon where we're compelled to have like some moral imperative that we dis, that we distribute to young children. Yeah, nobody's watching. Be wary of the based on a true story at the yes. beginning of the movie yes. because the based on the true story maybe there was a bear in the woods <laughs> of Georgia and some cocaine. Fell out of a plane. And then we just made stuff up. Or we took artistic glasses. Um, <laughs> that's like saying what's in a chicken nugget is actually chicken. Uh, <laughs> it's artistic glasses. It still tastes good, but... Still eat it. Anyway, we apologize to uh, all of our native Kentuckian listeners for our poor southern accents. Yes. Our Kentuckian accents. We know that there's none of you, so... Uh, yep. You're infinitely uh, offended. Yep. And if we will be banned from the state of Kentucky, if anyone actually does ever watch this video. So, um, prevent us from visiting. And I swear to you, if I ever end up in Lexington, Kentucky at that fun mall, you know there's going to be a selfie. Oh, because absolutely. by golly, we sent, you know, we've taken selfies with Brigham Young. Yep. That was <laughs> DC. Statue of Liberty, it, it it would be done if we were there, but we haven't made it there yet. Yet being the key word. Yeah. Lots yeah. of life left because we uh, know our limits, yeah. unlike Pablo Escobar. Escobar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, okay. Two Before, lessons. Yeah. One, be wary of the based on a true story. Two, know your limits. Three, don't do cocaine. And with that. <laughs> <laughs> With that, <laughs> until next time, I'm the turn. I'm the bark. And we're going to be here for a long time. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> y'all be safe. <laughs> and y'all be well. <laughs> okay, guys, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, that was the end of our episode, but we forgot a really important thing. If you're watching this, that means it is Groundhog Day. And we are going to make our predictions because obviously we're recording this on Wednesday night, 11.26 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And so, Barker, will Puxitani Phil see his shadow tomorrow? I'm going to be a pessimist and say that we have not had enough winter yet. So I'm going to say, yes, he will see his shadow. And we are going to have winter in the beginning of March, which makes uh, the beginning of track season oh so fun. Yep. I, I'm gonna second the motion there. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a season shout out. I'm gonna take six more weeks of winter because we had one good, like in Quincy at least, we've had a couple of good like snows, but nothing compared to like what we've had before. It's been very like, and we live in a desert, it's dry and stuff like that. But I know snow comes in February. That's when snow shows up in Quincy. So I'm Starks gonna say are, Starks, and, Starks are always right. Yep, winter is coming. Winter is coming. Until the next time, we'll see you later. But we had to throw this on the end of our video. Yeah. Turn in, you know, tune in next week, and we'll tell you which uh, cryptocurrency to buy. Yeah, along with the Super Bowl predictions. So we'll tell oh, you. Oh yes, that. yes, yes, yes. All right, bye, y'all. <laughs>